Welcome to the podcast where relationships, confidence, and determination all converge into an amazing heartfelt experience. This is Speaking from the Heart. Welcome back to episode number 38 of Speaking from the Heart. Today we're going to talk about the extension of episode 35 in which we discussed a lot about selling ourselves and knowing our self-worth. But today I want to expand a little bit more on that episode in which we're going to discuss how we can tell that story that we have about ourselves to align with not only the offerings that we have personally, but maybe, just maybe, you might be willing to have somebody pay you for it so that you are able to create that best version of yourself. I think that for many of us, we get held back from the belief that we are not capable of selling who we are or selling what we're capable of doing for that matter. And having that discussion in the broad sense means discussing how we have inherent gifts that we are granted, especially growing up, to become something that we never thought we could ever be. And then being able to work on those gifts to be able to then share it with others who might not realize that they have gifts of their own similar to what you have. This can be very convoluted and very confusing for somebody that's listening to this because you might be thinking, well, I already went to school. I know what I'm capable of doing and I'm doing it right now. And for others, you might be thinking, yeah, right. Like, you think I'm going to sell something that I have that everybody else already does. Are you kidding me? I'm not going to do that. And I think that there's both people on opposite ends of that spectrum that are willing to go and push themselves to do something and make that mistake and then make another mistake of thinking that they can do something else and then trying one more thing and then ultimately giving up. To do this, you have to understand and maybe work at your craft for a number of years to be able to understand what you're capable of doing. But for some people, you might have that gift already, and you know that that gift is giving to so many others, and you're ready to possibly go to that next step. Knowing your value, as we talked about in episode 35, is really about understanding who you really are by writing down what creates who you are, but then on the opposite side, writing down what you think is not you, but justifying why you think that way. I'll let you listen to that episode because I think it gives you a lot more context as to what we're trying to describe here today. But I want to give you some ways in which you can explore your selling points that you have inside yourself but to also bring yourself to tell others that you're capable of so much more than what you might even lead on. I have to tell you a personal story to start off with this because I think it's also important to understand where I'm coming from with this subject matter. For a number of years, my step-grandfather, when he was alive, always thought that I was going to be the medical doctor of the family. Being able to cure those diseases that people have, to be able to diagnose when bone breaks were happening, maybe even doing open-heart surgery. Those things and so much more than entail a medical doctor was something that he always thought I would be able to do, but he saw that gift inside of me. Now, being the young kid that I was, I didn't quite really see what he was talking about. Therefore, I took a big step back from really thinking that I was going to be able to achieve some of those ideas that he had about me. 
fast forward and you think about my father, my mother, as we're getting ready to think about my future after high school. I know that even my dad said to me, oh, you are going to be the lawyer of the family. You're going to have to go to this school in order to do the best things of your life. And I'm thinking, are you kidding me? I don't want to go to that school if I want to be a lawyer, which I did have aspirations. I wanted to go to another school. I don't want to go there. Everybody goes to that school. I think that we have these challenges, though, of those thought processes as people and other influences suggest where we should go and how we should move forward in order to create that opportunity that we're talking about today. But learning about that often means going through trial by error or doing one thing, seeing how it turns out, if we like it or don't like it, and then move on if we don't want to do what we had set out to do. Oftentimes, trying to figure out what we can create from those experiences can be really challenging in itself. So I think for you listening to this, it's really important for you to create some opportunities for yourself to understand maybe where you can go. For people that go through my interview program that I have, I give a lot of different examples of the different types of interviews that you can potentially go through in order to have that job or that opportunity. I put them through different types of things that they are going through so that they're ready for any sort of scenario that might face them, whether that is the technical interview, whether it's a traditional interview with a host of questions, or even the format or the type of format that is given for the different types of questions that are thrown along the way. But I also look at what we can do from a professional development side in order to see what is truly available for you to be successful. And I'm not talking about those tests that we took growing up, which I'm sure many of you have. Filling out what your analytical skills are, what kind of math skills you have, can you be an engineer, all those different types of things do not necessarily translate into the career path that we ultimately become. Often, we look at those as maybe ways in which we can start thinking about a type of career, which nowadays, with science, technology, engineering, math, all those things which we now know as STEM, have been a trendsetter for the world, let alone the United States for that matter, to get young individuals on the path to creating some of those goals or those careers that they can have after high school. But I'm not simply talking about former education when we're discussing this sort of topic. I'm talking about the things in which we already have been doing all of our lives, but then having an epiphany one day of thinking, wait, why aren't I making more money to do this? If it wasn't for some people in my own life saying that I have these gifts to be a trainer, to be able to help others see what they're capable of becoming, I would have never been able to start Your Speaking Voice LLC, let alone be able to do some of the things that I am now blessed to do as a result of all the different influences and even mentors that I had throughout my life. And that's exactly what this is all about is thinking of all the people that have made comments, suggestions, maybe even motivations for you to explore the variety of different inherent opportunities that exist in your life. 
maybe even some of the things that will help you pay for that next career adventure. I don't know about you, but it's almost like building scaffolding. It's also looking at how you can climb that scaffolding to get to the top so that you can continue to work on some of the things that will tower over some other aspects of your life that maybe aren't as fulfilling. I often think about a scenario in which I went through college, especially when I had my summer and winter breaks, at a manufacturing plant that worked on pharmaceutical bottles. And you can think of any sort of bottle, whether it was for vitamins, for cancer pills, even bingo bottles in which you press down on the bingo card to make the mark when the bingo caller calls out that number. But I remember women in that factory just feeling ashamed of where they were at. I saw that they weren't doing what they really wanted to do in life. And I'm talking about literally women from their 20s all the way up to their mid-60s, almost 70 years of age. Being that I was about 20 years of age at the time, I would often go up to them and ask them what's wrong. And they would often joke, well, you're standing right in it. That's what's wrong. And I realized that they weren't fulfilled in their career path. So me, being the one that was going to college, bettering myself, I would often have the sly remark, well, aren't you going to do something to change that? You have the whole world in front of you. You can do anything that you want. What is holding you back? And they would laugh at me hysterically, saying that there's no way. I have to afford this. I have to keep this job. I'm stuck here. There's nothing else I can do in order to become something better for myself. Over 15 years has passed since the last time I walked those factory floors, but the message that I had at that time that reverberated in my mind throughout these years still rings true. If we're ever going to find the things in which we could tell the story to align with the offerings that we can provide, let alone the things that we can get paid to do, we have to realize what our true calling is. Sometimes it is having the coach involved in that process, which I have repeatedly offered that suggestion to you, whether that is me in which I can provide that for you, or if it's somebody else that you feel that is closely aligned with what you're trying to achieve. I think it's really important to understand that going through this sort of subject or this sort of discussion means that you have to understand what you're truly capable of becoming on the other side and to not live in a life of fear and insecurity when things might be fearful and not so much secure. It is a big investment and it means understanding what you're truly able to do on the other side. And I know that for many of us we can't always go to that next step without working or looking at the ways in which they intertwine with the friends, family, maybe even the close relationships that we have with others. It is a sacrifice. As one guest has previously put it, it's about sacrificing a little bit of yourself in order to become something that you never thought possible. And I still believe that it is truly possible to achieve what you're capable of doing. But it means being able to understand that your life is not always meant to be on the same path to get up and have the same routine over and over again. 
It's about breaking that cycle and realizing that you have something that the world wants to see from you, but they will never be able to see it if you're not willing to put a little effort into unlocking what's in that treasure box. It doesn't have to be like what Greek mythology calls Pandora's box, in which in that story, opening up the world of all these different aspects of insecurity, famine, and greed, all those items that can be very manipulative in our mindset is not what I'm suggesting that you do. There was one other thing that was put in Pandora's box that I think that we all need to remember, and it's something that we need to remember even to this day. It's that we have hope for what we can become if we're willing to open our minds to the true possibilities that exist and to create some of the opportunities that we have not yet explored in our lives. Fear is something that I have often talked about on this show as holding us back from creating what we could potentially become because we're not sure of what it will look like to be on the other side. But fear can be a healthy subject in itself if you're just willing to embrace it for what it can be. If you can tell yourself that you have the value to be paid $1,000, $5,000, $10,000 per job based on what kind of requirements there are and what kind of things that you're able to do to help someone get to that other point, wherever that is, fixing a piece of machinery, maybe helping them in a consulting fashion, maybe even making a product that will help the world see them in a better light to make them more beautiful than they are today. I think that we all have that capability if we're willing to learn to change the story that we've been telling ourselves for such a long time. That step-grandfather that I had, he passed away in 2007, and it has now been over 16 years since his passing. And I often think to this day, what if I was that medical doctor? What if I was that person that he wanted me to become? What would it have looked like if I was able to do that? I think that's sort of the reasoning for having this conversation in the first place. Because what would it look like if you were doing what you really enjoyed doing? What would it look like if you actually lived a life full of purpose that you always wanted to achieve and you got paid to do what you're passionately enjoying more than anything else? It could be such a cliche project that we keep hearing about doing your best thing or doing what you really wanted to do and now able to do it for the first time in your life because that's what this is all about. It's about exploring what's inside of you to help you be what you can be. And I think that we can all be the very best in ourselves if we're just willing to take a step back and see what the bigger picture is. If you could do at least that first step, maybe I can tell you the rest of my secrets as to why I'm sitting here as your podcast host, wanting to continue to be the positive influence in the world, creating confidence, relationships, but more importantly, the determination to change it all. Because I think that you have what it takes. I continue to say that even if I have never met you before, in person or via any sort of communication means. Because you do have something to offer in this world. But I think you're doing it for the wrong reasons. And if you are sitting here today, 
or even doing what you're doing, listening to this, I want you to pause for a moment to stop completely what you're doing and imagine this. What would it look like to be in a world in which you are valued and you are appreciated for what you create? What would it look like if you could change the script of your story to see what you are able to align yourself with, to be able to be paid for those points, to be able to create those opportunities in which you're capable of so much more than what you're doing right now. You don't need anybody's permission. You don't need to hold yourself back anymore from the shackles of what is really a fearful life. You do have what it takes. By the way, I know that my grandfather, even though he's not here today, would still be proud of me, even if I wasn't that medical doctor, or even if I wasn't that lawyer. I want to be proud of you because you're doing what you were set out to do. Thanks for listening to episode number 38 of Speaking from the Heart, and I look forward to hearing from your heart very soon. Thanks for listening. For more information about our podcast and future shows, search for Speaking from the Heart to subscribe and be notified wherever you listen to your podcasts. Visit us at www.yourspeakingvoice.biz for more information about potential services that can help you create the best version of yourself. See you next time.